0: Let's dive into a group that's supposed to do well if fuels are rising. That's the banks. though so They've been struggling, a little sluggish. Peter Winter joins us from Wedbush, Managing Director of Equity Research, covering some banks. Peter, thanks for being here this morning. Great. Thanks for having me. So this is a group we're counting on in this inflationary environment to uh, help carry the stock market, but it's uh, been a little lackluster these last couple months. What's going on?
1: So I think that there's concerns about the the strength of the economy, uh, and you've got inflation uh, really heating up. So there's a lot of – you can see a lot of expense uh, growth, um, but some uncertainty on the strength of of the economy. Uh, Clearly, the banks are very well positioned for a rising rate environment.
0: Uh, regional banks, uh, uh, big banks, how specific do we have to get uh, within the financial conversation? I know generally your focus is on the regional banks, um, KRE, the in, uh, ETF, a lot of folks follow, uh, that uh, trades the broad group. And we're basically sitting at uh, levels that uh, we've been at for a couple months. Uh, we first uh, got up here back in November. So uh, yields have been up since then. How, how come they're not keeping up?
1: I mean, I think you also have to put things in perspective, right? I mean, the overall, they're doing much better than the overall market. True. Uh, markets down 8%. Regional banks are up 3%. Uh, so on a relative basis, they, they have performed uh, really well. Um, we Again, we feel that they're very well positioned between a rising rate environment. You've got a lot of strong deposit growth. So there's a lot of excess cash just sitting in the bank's balance sheet that can get Relevered into better loan growth or higher yielding securities, and then you need stronger loan growth. But I think certainly with what's going on on a geopolitical front, you have some uncertainty on how strong uh, the the loan growth will be uh, this year, given some of the geopolitical concerns.
0: Now, uh, what's that trade-off uh, between the Fed's uh, hiking policy, which uh, generally you think is going to help? Uh, get uh, yields higher but so far it's been kind of mixed uh, yield curve has been flattening and i guess that goes back to your point about there being some economic risk uh being uh, kind of baked into the market here is that the biggest tell that uh, curve flattening
1: so uh, the you, you the ideal situation the ideal rate environment for the bank group it, it is a steep yield curve so a flattening yield curve uh, is, is not ideal it puts a little bit of pressure um, on the fixed rate assets of banks. Uh, and, and so that could also have uh, somewhat of an impact and, and you can clearly see uh, yields are uh, down uh, today uh, given what's ha- the events over the, the weekend where at one point it was close to two percent uh, the 10 year. <laughs> so a flattening yield curve not not the ideal environment uh, for the bank group.
0: Yeah, it seems like even as uh, long term yields continue to climb last eight months, just not doing anything for uh, that, that curve flattening scenario. Is there a scenario in which uh, uh, banks can rally uh, if that doesn't happen? Is there a non macro bull case for regional banks or is it just going to basically go hand in hand with uh, how the Fed uh, affects the Treasury curve?
1: You know, unfortunately, the bank group, is uh, there. there is a direct correlation to the shape of the yield curve to the 10-year treasury, and the group being very cyclical it is very uh, levered to how the overall economy and the shape of the curve uh, performs. So they are macro events that certainly impact the, the, the bank group.
0: I heard for a while that there was a, going to be M&A. That was a pretty popular uh, talking point that some of these smaller regional banks and uh, would combine, lever up, uh, or scale up rather, uh, and uh, uh, we'd see some M&A. Do you see that happening this year? Uh, is the backdrop uh, changing too quickly for companies to take risk, or is it changing in their favor to try and encourage uh, deals?
1: So M- M&A is alive and well. We had uh, TD uh, this morning uh, announce that they're buying First Horizon. Uh, paying a 37% premium all cash deal. It's about $13, $14 billion. So uh, in terms of m a uh, particularly for smaller banks, smaller banks I would define uh, 75 billion and under in terms of assets in the US, I think is gonna be pretty active. Uh, one is the uh, competitive landscape because there's so much investments in uh, the need for technology to stay competitive. And it's a scale-driven uh, business, and just uh, just given potential changes on the regulatory front uh, in the U.S., you want to try to get ahead of some of the potential changes to the regulatory for approving uh, bank M&A deals. So we think that that will uh, also accelerate. And just it's a way to generate synergies um, to offset a a, oh. a tougher macro environment as well. So we think M&A is going to be uh, very active, particularly for the smaller, smaller size deals.
0: Hey Peter, uh, are there uh, stocks that stand out as uh, the obvious uh, best uh, leaders in this group, or uh, if one is trying to buy banks as an inflation hedge or as a market, uh, as the market rotates, should they just buy a, a big group, uh, a fund?
1: That's a tough way to play it. Uh, just for strictly for M and A, we we think. Uh, one bank that we think is a potential acquisition candidate is Bank United, BKU. They are headquartered in Florida. They, they traded only 1.2 times tangible book uh, versus the group trading at 1.9. So somebody could come in, uh, pay a nice premium, um, still, uh, and get into the attractive Florida market and still make a, a hmm. deal accretive.
0: Okay, like it. Uh, stock picked to close out. Appreciate it, Peter. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Okay, financials doing better than the rest of the market. Still beating the heck out of the broad market on the year, uh, but uh, hanging out just near the 52-week highs still. Thanks to Peter Winter joining us from Wedbush.